Welcome to the Sarah Prout Podcast. This show will help you to close the gap between intention to manifestation. So if you want to attract more abundance, more joy, more love, more wellness, or whatever it is that your heart desires, this is the show for you. Each week, I'll share with you an inspired interview, perhaps even a stream of consciousness, or tips and ideas and rituals to help you to get into the right frame of mind to live with more intention. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hello there and welcome back to today's episode. This is actually uh, a little bit awkward because I just recorded another episode and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to talk about that subject because A, it might be a little bit triggering for some people and B, it didn't feel in energetic alignment to release that right now. So I'm going to sit on that one. So if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please hit that subscribe button so that we can stay connected. So I tuned in. When I record these podcasts, quite often they are done on the spur of the moment, whatever I am feeling inspired to share with the world and how I can be of the most service. And today I wanted to record an episode titled How I Manifested a Million Dollars Using the Law of Attraction. And that to me, when I hear that back, even though I have a deep knowing that what I'm about to share with you today will really help you on your journey to manifesting, it sounds as cheesy as all hell, <laughs> right? I don't, I'm not that person. I don't want to brag, but I want to share and peel back those layers so that you can understand how I went from living below the poverty line in Australia, living on welfare checks as a single mother back in 2010 to now living a successful life and running a nearly multi-million dollar business. Nearly, right? We're close to it. Nearly there. Um, so we're setting some very big intentions for this year, but the way that I did it, and this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler alert for everybody out there. I didn't win the lottery. I didn't inherit any money. Uh, I didn't um, sit on top of a mountaintop and meditate and hope that the big piles of cash would you know, pile up around me. Um, what I did was very hard work and I did it consistently over a 10 year period. Now, the thing to remember when you are wanting to attract money is that it's energy and that the more you can turn your energetic awareness towards abundance being a constant flow in your reality, the more it will show up for you and serve you wherever you're currently at in your life. The other thing to remember is gratitude. Be grateful for what you have and even the illusion of what you think you don't have because you have two choices. You can either lead with an abundance mindset or you can lead with a scarcity mindset. So let me just track back to some of the ways in which I started to build that snowball, that momentum to get me to where I am today. About when was it? 2010, as I mentioned, I was living on welfare and I met the love of my life on Twitter 
And he didn't have anything either. He started with nothing. He was 25 years old and he used to work in uh, as an affiliate manager for a personal development company. And he got a check, one of the biggest checks he'd ever received from that company. And he was able to buy a flight out to Australia from Hollywood to come and visit me. And we knew that we loved each other. We knew that we had to figure out a way to be together. And so we put our heads together and we thought, you know what, we're going to start a business. So we have literally tried so many different things over the years that we have thought would be amazing. And then it's just tumbleweeds. It just doesn't work out. So we at first, oh my gosh, this is kind of embarrassing to admit this, but I did something called influence blueprints where I would analyze somebody's website and somebody's social media presence for a couple of hundred dollars. And I would create a screencast and show them all of the ways in which they could improve their messaging. And that did okay for a little while. And I had a very basic mastermind group back then. And I was selling tweets on Fiverr. If you haven't heard of Fiverr, it's like this uh, low cost um, platform where you can hire somebody to do either graphic work for you or to, you know, do tech stuff on your website. It's really cool. But I was charging people $5 for me to send out a tweet to my 20,000 followers back then on Twitter for five bucks. And I was doing quite a few of those. Didn't amount to much for the people that would buy the the tweeting service. However, it was great for me just to get cash in the door to be able to lower my debt because I was $30,000 in debt, which seems like nothing now. Um, and <laughs> there's more to that story. I will express that on another day. Uh, but it was really helpful to lower the debt and to also get money in the door for groceries. So we started with nothing. We studied and we decided that we were going to create a publishing company. Now, back in 2008, I created a compilation book called Sprout the Life You Love, Tales and Secrets from Successful Entrepreneurs. I mean, I think there's a few copies floating around out there on the internet, but I profited at least $10,000 from that. And that was really my first proof of concept that I could make some serious money if I really put my mind to it and thought about how it was serving others out there in the world. And that's a really key point to remember. If you want to make money, if you want to attract abundance, you have to ask the universe, how can I be of service to those that need me? How can I be of service to those that either need to hear my message or need support in their own life? Because that's really how everybody advances in business and in life is by supporting others and being part of a connected framework. And so Sean and I started this publishing company. We created a series called the Adventures in Manifesting series. You may have seen it on Amazon. And we approached um, teachers from The Secret to contribute a chapter. And then we uh, offered people investment packages so they could get 500 copies to 2,000 copies. And we would show them how to sell it on the website and how they could integrate that. And that business model was great for a time. It sustained us for about three years. In fact, I remember in June 2011, it was our first $80,000 year. And I remember calling up Centrelink, which is the... Um, the welfare department in Australia and saying, hey, you can keep your checks because I think we might be financially sustainable right now. So thank you, but uh, you can keep your money. And that felt very freeing and very liberating until we realized that it wasn't a sustainable business model. So in our first year, we did, I think it was $80,000. Our second year, we did a quarter of a million. And then our third year, I think we did 
a hundred thousand, something just wasn't firing correctly. I mean, our profit and, um, our profits just weren't happening. Right. So we had to think of another way. And so Sean and I got married in 2013 and it was really time to start thinking about how we could pivot our business. And we started a self-publishing company called Verbi, verbi verbi.com, where we would work one-on-one with authors to edit their manuscripts and design their covers and work with them to really get their message out into the world. And that was great, but for us, it wasn't scalable because we could see that it wasn't a very great profit. And so by the time 2015 roll around, or late 2014, I want to say, um, I was pregnant with my daughter Lulu and Sean and I decided that we would invest all of our money in educating and training ourselves about digital marketing and Facebook advertising. And you might've heard this story before, but I'm going to tell it again anyway. So in, I think it was 2015, just before we moved to America, we moved to Las Vegas from Australia. We were scared to spend $5 a day on Facebook advertising. That to us felt like such a huge commitment. And then I think fast forward 18 months later, we were spending $500,000 on Facebook advertising, which was crazy. And then I think it was 2016. Actually, I don't think I know. 2016 was our very first million dollar year. And that was the same year that I got pregnant with my third daughter, Ava Moon. In 2017, we had a little bit of a dip in our revenue where I think we did around 800,000 and that was because we had some personal issues going on and we had to move and there was like a court case with a crazy stalker and a story for another day. But then we started getting the momentum happening again when we launched the Manifesting Academy and if you are not a member of the Manifesting Academy, I can highly suggest that you do that because it has so many law of attraction resources and dives in really uh, deeply and um, immerses you in the essence behind what I'm telling you right now. It can show you how to map out how to do these things in your own life, everything from your high vibe frequency formula, which shows you how to raise your vibration to utilizing the energy of gratitude and how to connect with your spirit guides. There's a whole bunch of stuff there that's absolutely incredible, plus a meditation library and replays of mentoring sessions, so much stuff. So go to manifestingacademy.com and get on the wait list, or there might be uh, there might be an offer there for you. So check that out. Um, so the Manifesting Academy was really our subscription model when we started to see things starting to heat up, which was incredible. And then I landed the book deal to write Dear Universe, which was great. And just so many other things, because here's the thing to remember, when you have a business, you must have multiple streams of income coming in. You can't put all of your eggs in one basket, which is what we are currently experiencing because we're seeing Facebook ads not converting as well as they used to. So we're having to diversify the way in which we reach our potential audience. One of the best ways has been through this podcast that's had nearly 3 million downloads. Uh, Another way is things like Pinterest and Instagram and Twitter, of course, going back to basics in the beginning. But it's really about thinking about the different ways that you can connect with your audience and put the energy out there. And as I'm recording this episode, I just want you to know that this is a very high level overview. I am skipping so much, so many highs, so many lows, a lot of the details, because I would literally be here probably for the next week if I had to itemize all of the things 
that I have been through in the last 10 years to get me to where I am today. And let's just say there is no such thing as overnight success. It takes hard work. It takes commitment. It takes consistency. It also takes some sacrifice. So I want to talk a little bit about that as well. So uh, I've mentioned before that I really wanted to have kids with Sean because I'd already had two kids with my first husband. And so when it came to having kids with my new amazing soulmate husband, it was a little bit difficult because I had five miscarriages in a row. And so I I really pleaded with the universe to send me these babies. It was a lot of a lot of despair. There was so much anxiety around that. And it took such a long time for my body, my mind and my spirit to recalibrate from the experience of such intense and consistent loss, even after I had given birth to two babies in two years. Right. So um, one thing that I didn't anticipate would happen is that I would hire a nanny From the time Lulu was about six months old, I had a nanny. And then when Ava was born, she was at my feet for a little bit. And then she went off with the nanny and I would work eight hours a day. And I know that's a reality for so many of you out there, but it didn't have to be my reality. And so I really had to question and examine what I was sacrificing and for what purpose. Because here's the thing for me, there's no amount of money Um, that I could trade off that would get me that experience of actually being present to raise my kids. However, I do believe there's a middle ground and you can be present with your kids in the time that you have the availability to do so. And I would much prefer to be present with my kids for one hour a day than to be checked out for eight hours a day and to be with them. Because the reality is I can't be the best version of myself if I have to be a full-time mother all the time, right? I am an entrepreneur and an artist and a creative person to the core of my soul. And so if I'm not creating, if I'm not writing, if I'm not building, if I'm not um, making something, then I feel like my energy is off in some way. However, I will say that being a full-time parent is one of the toughest jobs on the entire planet. And I know that because I was a full-time mother for many years, uh, from the ages of like 21 to 20, I want to say 29. I did nine years, nearly 10 years of that was all that I did. I studied a little bit on the side, but all of my energy, my focus and my attention were on my son and my daughter. And so the thing is, I would rather that my kids see me being devoted to what I'm passionate about and helping other people in the world than seeing me um, not live up to my full potential, if that makes sense. And so getting back to the story of how I manifested a million dollars with the law of attraction, the law of attraction element really worked because I was grateful every single milestone even and especially every single setback. So if you can get to a place where you're grateful for the setbacks because you realize that there are blessings in the lessons, this is really where you begin to amplify your energy and intensify that vibration so then you manifest at a faster pace. And what I noticed is that the less that I was placing um, importance on the things that I really wanted to manifest, the more I was able to get out of my own way and the more opportunities would present themselves to me. So that's really the key. And if you're listening to this right now and you want to manifest more abundance, it's so important to get out of your head 
and into your heart, or at least into the middle ground where you can view things from a logical perspective, where you can fully engage in your intuition, which is really important, and you can begin to flow with the energy of infinite possibilities. Because there's two ways that the universe operates. You're either in the energy of resistance, which is very fear-based. It's hanging on to the outcome for dear life. Or I've often said that it's like flushing a brick down the toilet. Or there is flow, which is joy and creative energy and letting go of being right and uh, stepping aside from your ego and perhaps what's going to feed your ego. It's just about accepting what is and being comfortable and present with every single step of the journey because that's your life. It's not all going to be perfect. You're never going to get it right. I sure as hell haven't got it right. Um, and I, you know, I'm really, really aware of how much more growth there is in my journey. Because here's the thing. You may hear me saying, well, this is how I manifested a million dollars. But I've probably spent more than a million dollars to get to the point where I am today. And there's still so much more of the journey that I'm yet to experience because the thing is, you have to spend money to make money. I haven't profited a million dollars. That would be amazing, but I haven't. Have I served millions of people? Yes, I have. Have I reached millions and millions of people with my videos and podcasts and stuff like that? Absolutely. But here's the thing. It's not just about money. It's about the quality of your life and how you live your life and how you feel about the work that you do in the world. Because there are lots of people out there that do things that are radically out of integrity and they may be making lots of money, right? And there are people that are in integrity, that are beautiful and authentic and make such a, a massive impact on the world and they're profiting so well. Right, So there's different strokes for different folks, as my dad used to say. <laughs> and the key point to remember is do what feels good for you and define abundance on your own terms. Because here's the thing, the responsibility that comes with running a multi-million dollar business is mind-boggling. And I say this because we just got off a, a meeting that was about 90 minutes with our CFO, our chief financial officer, and she had itemized all of the, the ways in which we spend our money, like right down to how much money we spend on stock photography each year or how much we spend on personal expenses or the staff that we hire or entertainment expenses. And it's fantastic to see that. But the thing to remember is that with that, there's so much responsibility. And I'm not saying that so that you get afraid of that responsibility. It's to make you aware that this isn't just a fun ride. It's a fun ride when it comes to the personal growth that comes with that, the opportunities that come with the awareness of, oh my God, you know, how long can I sustain this or what new ideas can I come up with that will keep this ship afloat? And that's, as an entrepreneur, for me, it's something that's constantly evolving. Uh, ideas are coming to me all the time. And some of these ideas that we execute are actually quite profitable and make a lot of sense. Others, not so much. And so it's about learning to discern the difference between the two and figuring out what feels right for you so that you don't end up in a hospital bed suffering from exhaustion like I did back in um, 2020, just last year. On Thanksgiving morning, I woke up with chest pains and I realized my heart hurts. It wasn't, there was nothing wrong with me. All of my tests came back okay. My blood was fine. My x-ray, CAT scan, MRI, all of that stuff was totally fine. 
although I was having like these excruciating pains that had been keeping me awake since three o'clock in the morning and it was stress and the overwhelming feeling of being separated from my son who lives in who lives in Las Vegas and I was living in the Hamptons back then we were only there for three months and decided to come back because a my son needed us and and b we realized that we were living beyond our means um especially with COVID and a lot of things that have changed the ways in which we do business. It was really an important reminder to be grounded in what is manageable and not to um, be so frivolous and to really put our money towards working for us rather than us always working for our money. And that's so different because money is energy. And so I had been going through this cycle of, just burnout. I'd written a book last year. I'd moved twice. There were just so many things that were going on. And it's really another important time for me to walk the talk and to be grounded and integrated in the information that I share, especially on this podcast, so that you know that I'm a real person and that there have been many ups and many downs. And I'm still here to tell the cautionary tale of why it's so important to build a sustainable foundation and to diversify your streams of income. Uh, One thing that I'm really interested in right now is essential oils. You guys know that I've loved essential oils since 2017 and I just created a group on Facebook called the Sprout Collective where I'm sharing all of the information and tips about integrating more wellness into my life with essential oils, with more high vibe self-care practices. So you can go to, I think it's just look up the Sprout Collective on Facebook, or you can look in the link in my bio on Instagram. You can follow me at Sarah Prout and you can join the group. And if you would like to be one of the five people that I mentor this month, then drop me a DM and let me know that you're interested in partnering with me to get the message of wellness out into the world, because it is so important that we're all in this together. We're all learning and growing and having these amazing intentions to create an impact in the world. So just to summarize, I really want to reiterate here that the journey of being an entrepreneur, that's my kids in the background, so I'm just going (laughs) to keep going. I just had to press stop then. Here I am back again. Uh, The one thing that I wanted to reiterate here is that being an entrepreneur is definitely a spiritual journey. It takes you to the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But the key point to remember is that you have the power to guide your energy and to guide your emotions in each and every situation. So if a situation arises that you feel that scarcity mindset rise up, Embrace it, show yourself compassion, and then move through to the abundance perspective, because that's when you'll see the greatest amount of conscious expansion begin to take place. I have definitely experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows to get me to where I am today. And I'm just so thankful for every step of the journey. I'm thankful to have the opportunity to balance motherhood with entrepreneurialism. I'm thankful to have, you know, a great Um, the greatest problem of having to figure out customer support managers because we have so many tickets coming through because we had thousands upon thousands of people joining the 21 day manifesting challenge last month. These are good problems to have. And as an entrepreneur, you must be creative with the way that you approach each and every situation. 
It's your call to rise up. Now, for those of you that are listening, and I know I've been speaking about this from the entrepreneurial perspective that would love to manifest a million dollars, how do you do it? (laughs) There are several ways you can do it. You can win the lottery or the Powerball or the Megabucks or whatever it is. Um, But the key thing to remember is that earning a million dollars feels radically different to winning a million dollars. I released a YouTube video on this a while ago that mentions and references that most people that win the lottery usually lose it all within the first five years because they haven't done the inner energetic self-worth work that is required to hang on to that abundance. And so if I could offer you one piece of advice and one piece of wisdom from today's show, it is this. Prepare yourself to welcome in a million dollars. The great Florence Scovel Shin writes, if you feel comfortable with a million dollars, a million dollars will be comfortable with you. So a few very quick mindset tips here. Uh, When the next time you dismiss something and go, oh, that's too expensive, witness the energy that you're putting behind it. Instead, embrace it, love it and honor it. Say not yet, but maybe soon. And then at least you open up that tiny gap for possibilities and for the universe to come into your life and to manifest more magic. So that's it from me for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on whatever podcasting platform you are currently listening to this show on. I love reading the reviews because I send back the energy of love and abundance and appreciation to every single one that I read. Another great resource is if you are interested in reading my latest book, which is called Dear Universe, 200 Mini Meditations for Instant Manifestations. You can get that anywhere you can buy books or on Amazon. And once again, if you are interested in joining my Essential Oils and Wellness group on Facebook, you can either go to Facebook and search up The Sprout Collective, or you can visit the link in my profile on Instagram, which is at Sarah Prout. Thanks again and lots of love. Until next time, be happy and happy manifesting. Bye for now. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by my latest book, which is called Dear Universe, 200 mini meditations for instant manifestations. Dear Universe first contains 100 mini meditations to help you rise above fear. Each meditation focuses on a single word like angry, lonely, or powerless. You're then invited to aim for a love-based word from a second set of 100 meditations, such as abundant, devoted, or passionate. Each includes a Dear Universe meditation to teach you the value of gratitude and celebration in manifesting the life of your dreams. This groundbreaking book, even if I do say so myself, is an invitation to call upon the energy of the universe and manifest your own reality. It's a combination of practical guidance, soulful exercises, and nuggets of wisdom. So if you want to get yourself a copy, go to amazon.com or any local bookstore. It should have it there. And if they don't have it, ask them for it. Okay, lots of love and enjoy the show.